Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined again by my co-host, Devin. And today, we're going to be covering and reviewing the infamous, the long-awaited Morbius, the new Marvel legend, hits theaters April 1st. <laughs> Marvel legend, they say. Marvel, I'm not going to lie to you. Every single time I saw that trailer and they said that towards the end, I chuckled. I, I really, really chuckled. It's ridiculous. I'm like, wow, Marvel legend. They're really trying to ride on the coattails of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe here. But uh, before we get into today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, iHeartRadio, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is Optics with an X. Or email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, back at it again. What, what is this, our, our fourth? review this year no week sorry yeah something like that something like that well technically our third review but we it was our fourth episode of the week because we talked about the uh the slap heard around the world of the uh 2020 oscars it's so funny because now for for whatever won that year i mean i'm very excited that coda won like as we talked about but that year this year will forever be known as the year that will smith Slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, like one hundred percent. See Chris Rock's uh, sales for his tour have gone up like a hundred percent. I did not know he had a side business. <laughs> yeah, stand up. Oh, oh, stand up. I thought you said something else. I do apologize. Yeah, tour. Okay, okay. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it, it, it kind of like I'm surprised. You keep seeing like the everyone's doing like the cutaway to everybody hates Chris, but like there's another cutaway that I still haven't seen, and I'm not sure if it's too late to post it on my side. I don't want to give it away on the podcast because it's a secret. But um, if if you watch How I Met Your Mother, you know, you know, for sure. But as I mentioned before, we are going to be covering um, Marvel. Oh, I got Sony's newest and like villain villain verse. I guess you can call it. That technically is what it is. I don't want to call it anything. It, it's <laughs> and like as soon as I watched this movie, it made me think of the meme. Of um oh my gosh of uh Bernie Sanders and he's like once again I'm asking for your financial support and for this to be like once again <laughs> Sony I'm asking you to sell the uh, Spider-Man film rights back to Marvel Studios because this is they have a stranglehold oh man you, you know what I, I think Kevin Feige had the right idea like he he literally yeeted and said okay we're gonna put Venom and spider-man for like a hot second and then he's gonna dip out but and then send him back home and send him back home but it, it seems and we'll that, take it we'll take a, a a drip of your venom uh symbiote and then we'll send you back yeah exactly although it, it still makes me wonder they couldn't just had like a specific rock or like you know a meteorite just hit earth in the mcu universe like they had to bring venom over in order to get the symbiote on you know into the mcu i thought that was a little bit odd but i guess it works you know um but so sony sony is really abusing this doctor strange spell that's that's what i'll say i would agree there for sure because and they're they're using it incorrectly 
very, very incorrectly. It's kind of just giving them the pass to kind of do whatever they want. And hey, you know, like no, no matter how little sense it makes. Yeah, yeah. I have, actually have to ask you a question before we get into our uh, review here. Did you get the uh, cross uh, Spider Man across the Spider Verse trailer? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the best part of the movie. Yeah, this trailer before <laughs> that. Yeah, I got that in Doctor Strange for sure. I uh, forgot what else I got. Nothing to. Oh yeah, um, they started repurposing the. Um, oh my gosh, what was it? The uh, the new Top Gun movie, <laughs> Maverick. <laughs> I'm like, I've seen this a million times. Doesn't Stop. doesn't have a release date. Yeah, no, maybe I think it does. I can't remember. No, it it showed a release date. The trailer just says coming soon. Oh, you know what? I might be wrong. I was thinking of the uh, Spider Verse trailer. I do apologize, but yeah, Devin, are you uh, are <laughs> you, t- you ready to talk about Marvel's Batman? <laughs> they really want it to be. I mean, there was some, definitely some uh, Batman esque uh, feels for a second there. I was like, okay, but uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Morbius. Do you need a doctor? I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease. From here. To find a cure, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're going to run, do it now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with our Morbius review, a.k.a. More BS. Hmm, I've heard title. Perfect title. I've heard it all throughout the internet. It's It still makes me chuckle. Um, but the synopsis of this film is as follows. Biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently affects himself with a form of vampirism instead, which is, I think, is a pretty straightforward synopsis here. Uh, this is uh, this film, excuse me, it's directed by Daniel uh, Espinoza. And written by uh, Matt uh, Sazam, Sazama, excuse me, Burke Sharpless and Roy Thomas, and stars Jared Leto, um, Michael Keaton, uh, Adrian uh, Jonah as well, and Adra, excuse me, Adra. Sorry about that. It like don't, don't forget Fast and Furious star Tyrese Gibson. Uh, I mean, very a very forgetful role to, to be completely yep. honest. Yeah, so the way how this is going to work, everyone, of course, if you've uh, listened to our show before, uh, but if you're a new listener, of course, we're always going to give our initial reaction first. So that's our non-spoiler section. Then we'll get into a little bit of spoilers. Uh, talk about a few Easter eggs here and there we might have missed. Uh, we'll get into the final thoughts, and then we'll close out with our rating. So um, for the past few episodes, I've been having Devin go first, but um, I'm going to go first this time around for my initial reaction. Um I, um, I, I just, I did not like this movie at all. Um, I did not go into it hate watching because I know a lot of people have. And I mean, looking up the, uh, Rotten Tomato scores, uh, for Morbius, uh, prior, I mean, I did look at them prior and it just, it didn't really sit well with me. But even, uh, prior to that, even, I wasn't really, um, I wasn't really looking forward to this at all. The trailers did nothing. And not only that, they were also deceiving. And what they showed more so than any other Marvel movie, because then MCU is known for changing like trailers and 
mm. and adding and editing stuff out. But this was just like egregious. I, I will agree um, to your point there about the trailer. It felt the trailer felt as though it was more of like a horror type of, you know, almost as if, you know, the first episode of Moon Knight, you know, you're you're seeing that inner tor- turmoil um, between two sides of the same uh, uh, person. But for this movie, it, it really it's it's Sony taking um, it's just Sony taking these uh, Marvel well, Spider-Man villains and turning them into antiheroes or uh, anti-villains. I guess that's also a thing. We kind of talked about that with Don't Breathe 2. Um, so I guess there was I would say they're more anti-villains uh, because Morbius does, uh, you know, he slashes a few throats here and there, but I have to say that uh, Morbius really just feels like a reskin of Venom Two, or actually even just the first Venom. Yeah, I'd say it's more like the first Venom. It's like the same same type of storyline. Yeah, because you, you know you you have the girl, you know, you're the the love interest, and even though their relationship is a little bit different here in Morbius, uh, they don't really start exploiting that until like maybe halfway through the movie. Um, but it really just, it's, this movie just didn't really do anything for me. I, I, I can't sit here and say that I hated it because I don't like saying that like, oh yeah, I hate a movie because I feel like I'll I'll say it for you. I hated it. (laughs) Well, for me, it's like, I feel like hate is a very strong word and it's like, you know, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it's just a movie as much as I don't like, you know, the original suicide squad or justice league, like they are terrible, terrible movies, but I will never like hate them because it does take a lot to create a movie. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot of um, a lot of man hours and just a lot of blood, sweat and tears to be completely honest. But for this one, it just didn't do it for me. Uh, the tomato meter for critics uh, sitting at 16% with 110 reviews. Uh, the audience score has bumped up um, to about 62%. Uh, so it's still labeled as fresh um, on the audience side, I guess. Uh, but rotten on critics uh, with about 50 plus verified ratings for audience score sitting at that 62% again. Um, It's pegged as a mystery thriller slash fantasy fantasy elements. Obviously they're definitely there. Uh, Mystery. Not so much thriller. Not as I wanted it to be like, I wanted this to be like a horror movie. I wanted this to be a, a superhero horror movie because the best thing about the superhero genre genre excuse me um that you can also do with a lot of other genres is that you know the 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 genre can change at a moment's notice and it doesn't always have to be oh you know well it's it's the, the the hero and you know like the cape and you know like they finally get their their iconic um outfit and whatnot but um, it, it, I don't even know what genre I would give this movie. Yeah, the trailer did. The trailer, I think, did a good job of selling, saying, "Hey, this is going to be more of like a horror um, story of Michael Morbius and what he becomes." Um, you know, dealing with his his rare blood disease, but it just didn't do too much. I mean, and it's, I mean, Jared Leto has his good, um, he has his good uh, roles, but. Not as of late, to be completely honest. And it's just, whew. This one for me, it was, it wasn't, I can't say it was tough or like hard to get through, but I did notice a few weird editing, uh, cutaways and whatnot. I felt that, that was very, very odd. Um, it didn't feel like the stakes were very high, especially when it came to the, uh, the final battle. Um, 
I was kind of if you would call it that. Yeah, I can't even call it a fight. It was over so quick. It, it was, oh my gosh, it was insane. But I, I didn't really think that Morbius would have like an antagonist against him. And it also turned it's out. The, it's the same issue as Venom. It's just a, a mirror image of himself. And it just, yeah. But he, he looks even worse. The CGI is much worse. Yeah. Somehow. Much, much worse. Like on. it's, it's like Halloween town level. Like if when Halloween Town makes a vampire, that's oh, what it yeah. looks like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, in, in you know, Matt Smith played a. Uh, I mean, you know, Matt Smith is, is a phenomenal actor. Um, if if you know of his work, especially with like Doctor Who, um, but it's something is very missing here. It's it's almost this movie kind of reminds me of the new Robin Hood movie when we had Taron Egerton. And um, Jamie Foxx, there we go. It's like, you know, you have two phenomenal actors in this movie. It's like, and that's going to drive people to go see it in theaters. That's what's going to put butts in seats. But the the movie itself just is not a good fit. But that's how I feel about Morbius. It's just, it, it doesn't add anything to the Morbius mythos. I feel like we should have just had Morbius as a, you know, Separate. Yeah, even even like going into this movie, nobody would. I don't think anybody would consider Morbius even like a top ten Spider-Man villain. Like he's so far down on the list. Like yeah. for him to get a solo movie, it just never made sense. Like honestly, if if you've never obviously read the comics or even watched like ninety Spider-Man, you probably have no idea who Morbius is. Even if you do, like he's he's barely in the show, and like I wish. I mean, it, I think. Yeah, he's barely in the show, at least the 90s Spider-Man show. Like, he has his own arc there, and that's really the only reason. Uh, that's how I was introduced to him, through the uh, 90s TV show. And then I kind of read up on him, but I don't read comics as much. as I, It's been a very long time since I've actually, like, read comics. Um, but I, I try to keep up, but it's just it's a lot going on. But, it's, I mean, the performances were, like, okay. Nothing really noteworthy. Like, it was just, it just was. Like, I, I can't say that, like, Jared Leto did like a necessarily bad job or Matt Smith. I, I think they, you know, for the direction that they were given, I thought they did a, a, a you know, like a, a good job for what they were, um, for, for what they were handed, um, especially with Adria, um, and Jared Harris as well. But it's, I don't know, but I'm sorry. I've been talking about the storm here. I'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his non-spoiler thoughts on Morbius. Man, oh man, there's just not that many positives to take away from this one for me. Like, just I'm trying to think of like any redeeming factors, and it's hard to come up with any. That's just how rough it was. Like, even even for Venom, a lot of people don't like Venom, but I I can see the quality in it because Tom Hardy is great. At the end of the day, you're at least going to have that to to lean back on. For this one, you have you have Jared Leto, who is not on that level and it's just there's nothing in the story there's no humor they try there's a lot of attempts at jokes they try and there was my my theater was just dead silent like nothing happening i think i chuckled once and i can't remember what joke it was it was some kind of banter between jared leto and matt smith but you know it's the the entire movie is and, and i didn't 
I didn't know there was like an antagonist again. Like it, you know, you, you have Lucius and, and Michael Lucius is actually nicknamed Milo for some reason. Never, we never find out why. Yeah. I mean, they kind of explain it, but not really. It's just, you know, they, they kind of, they, they meet in this, in this, not an orphanage, but like a facility for people who have their rare blood condition. And I mean, and, and it's, you know, it, it is a sad tale where they try to make it, you know, a, a tragic type thing. But I mean, the buildup was kind of there, but like I said, I really wish I had something nice to say as well. It's very hard. Like, yeah, like the CGI just fails for a lot of it. I mean, the slow parts himself, were kind of cool. I was like, yeah, yeah, from Morbius himself, it's okay CGI. It looks definitely goofy at times, but when you're like close up, he, it looks like pretty good. But like, but the antagonist, oh my god, it's it's bad every time. Like shockingly bad. I just remember seeing a few scenes with him when they do close-ups on his face, and I just had to just shake my head. Yeah, it's it, just, it's just, it's so bad. It's weird because I feel like the CGI was actually done better on Jared Leto than it was for Matt Smith, which yeah, is a weird. Lot better, but it's like Jared Leto has that. Like I me, mean, like the likeness for Morbius is there. Like, like I said, you know, I I think they did a great job when you know he does turn. Um, but the, I guess the transformation was a bit anticlimactic for a second because you it see just him, happens. Yeah. Like you just see him in the chair and then like he just disappears. And then the fight, the fight scenes, there's just, there's just nothing there. Half the time you can't see what's happening. Cause they, they, they use like a jumbled s- mess, the smoky blur. It's yeah. And then <laughs> other half times just slow motion stuff. Like, all right, we get, we get enough of that from Zack Snyder. Like, I feel like they had to do the slow motion. Because it was hard to see what was going on. Yeah. And then it just still isn't cool anyways. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't mind slow motion shots. Like, I actually like them a lot. But they were overused here a lot um, in this film. But I feel like the, the smoky, you know, when when Jared, you know, Morbius is doing his thing, flying and flipping around. Um, it's very, um, it's, I feel like the smoke was kind of just more of like a cover up or just like a substitute for like. The gook, you know, the the goo of, of of the symbiote. So it's, I mean, it is what it is. But I mean, it's. Like, would you say this is like like when I say the worst Marvel movie? Like I'm talking like access every Marvel movie you've seen. I I actually had that thought when I was walking out of the theater. I was trying to evaluate in my head, like go through and think of what what actually is the worst Marvel movie, and I was trying to get a little list together. Because this that this made me think of that. That's how low this is. I mean, you have to you have to dig down deep, like Electra, Daredevil, yeah, exactly. Yes, X Men Origins, Wolverine. Yeah, I was just about to. <laughs> like you have to go really deep. Like it's close. I don't know. It might be bottom. It's definitely. I think it. I think it definitely is bottom five. It's yeah. I can, I don't know if it is the absolute worst. But I do agree, it is 100% bottom of the barrel. There's there's just nothing to offer and then nothing to remember. It doesn't even, like, lead into anything. Mm-mm. And then the mid-credit scene just undoes the entire movie, basically. Yeah, there's a few things. So let's actually, let's quickly hear, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have been warned. That is your first warning for your spoilers of Morbius again. This is your second uh, spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen it, turn back, go watch it. 
Um, I, I still think people should go see this movie. Again, we're just giving our, you know, our comments, our questions and concerns about, you know, we're, we're big Marvel shills here. Um, it's just superhero fans in general. And it's just, th- this one just didn't really do for us, but that doesn't mean that we're not telling you not to go see it. I think everyone should go see it and form their own opinion. Like I've said with multiple other movies, there's a lot of movies out there that people absolutely love that I'm not super crazy about. So it's all about perspective. So that's, that's all the good and dandy, but I would, I would advise not seeing it. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. It's, I've in. Also, I, I hate it when people go and like hate watch it. Like, obviously, I did see you know the scores beforehand. I had low expectations. I'm like, maybe it will surprise me. I don't know. Um, I feel like Venom Two surprised me like a little bit more. I'm like, wow, this is like really. Um, I, the the runtime for Venom Two was sh- super short. For Morbius, I felt like it wasn't super bad. Like, I felt like by the time that it ended was around the time I was like ready to go. Um, but yeah, let's get into spoilers here really quick. Um, so I guess let's just talk about the two post credit scenes first. And then I guess we'll get into the third act. There is re- really isn't too much. Bats. That's all it is. Batman. Bats. There's Batman flying around, flipping and killing people. Um, I, I did like how, you know, it, it, it kind of reminds me of like the twilight factor. You know, you, you have, the the Edward Cullen, you know, the 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 quote unquote vegan vampires who um uh, consume blood through animals. You know, Jared was trying to sustain himself with the uh, artificial blood, the quote unquote blue blood, and then obviously human blood for Matt Smith. Why I don't know, Jared and Leto just didn't go out and fish for some, you know, some lamb, some some livestock. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a good guy up until the mid credit scene. Um, until the mid credit scene, then he starts, you know, twisting some heads like, for some reason. Yeah. And how do you feel about Adrian Toomes just like appearing in this? That's the thing. He was in the trailer. Yeah. And like, so obviously Sony's just using the MCU connection as to, to like a draw to try to get people to see this movie, mm. but he is not in the movie. He's straight up just not in the movie. Not at the all. Mid-credit. So it's just so deceptive because they should, they showed him as a, like a main part of that trailer. He's mm. like, Hello, doctor. That doesn't happen. Yeah, they, it, they don't. They don't do that at all. And he's, at, and that uh, that just makes it makes the mid credit worse too because <laughs> we know he's in it, so it's not a surprise. Mid credits are supposed to be a surprise for what's coming next, not something you already know. <laughs> that is true. And, and you know what? IMDb actually gives it away because, like I said it before, who's casted in this? If you go through IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, through the casting crew on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, obviously he's there, but he's not in like the main six that are there. It's Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Adria, um, Jared Harris, uh, Tyrese Gibson, uh, so on and so forth. But he's not even mentioned in like, you know, the 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 main six that the cast and crew for 
Morbius on Rotten Tomatoes. So on, on IMDb, he's like the second person mentioned. So, but like, obviously we knew he was in the movie, like you said, due to the trailers, but he's like, he's in the movie, but he's in a post credit scene. So it's like, yeah, it really is milking. And, and here, here's the thing about it. In the initial first post credits, mid credit scene, he, he gets zapped from Dr. Strange's bell back into this Sony universe, into a, into a prison cell, but it's not his world. His first line is, I hope the food's better here. Well, yeah, it's that was the weird part. Why? Okay, you know, you, you bring him in to the, the Sony Spider-Man villain verse, whatever you want to call it. That's fine. But why is he still in a jail cell? None of it makes any sense. Why does he get let out? They just let him out. Yeah. He's like, he's in a jail uniform, but they're like, oh, we don't know who Adrian Toomes is. So you're good to go. <laughs> like, what What do you mean? Like, you might as he, He's he, in jail for a reason. Like, he, they might as well have just transported him just somewhere, just anywhere else besides the jail and, cell. And not only that, it's like they're changing his character completely. Because the, the homecoming vulture was all about his family. That's all yeah. he cared about. He was just trying to provide for his family, even if it took doing illegal things. That's all he cared about. Yeah. But now he gets transferred to a different universe, and he just doesn't care about his family. His first thought is, I hope food better. Like, <laughs> Good old that's, that's what he's worried about now. <laughs> Good old spider And then he meets up with Morbius in the desert, and they both are just bad guys now. Hunting Spider-Man. For what reason? Michael Morbius doesn't even know who Spider-Man is. Yeah. And why is, why is he a bad guy now? He's supposed to be the good guy. Not even only that. In the trailer, they tease Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Like murderer. But like, it's even worse because they didn't like just use like a graphic from like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. They used Tobey Maguire's suits from Spider-Man. It, it's, a st- it's, a, it's a graphic still image from spider-man ps4 and it just says murderer on it i'm like you guys really just like that was terrible and i'm like okay like if he's in the trailer that's fine like you can mention him but like where's spider-man like the michael morbius does not know who spider-man is like at all it's it, it, wow that yeah, was, and then they're just they're just gonna set up the sinister six in the sony universe they already did their sinister six it's called no way home move gonna be on un- under their control and it's not gonna be enjoyable no it, it's it's not and i mean i mean of course you, you know they're, they're gonna have tom holland there because tom holland brings in the big bucks um but do you think this uh movie is going to uh hit the billion dollar uh no, box club? no. please no I don't know, man. Well, didn't both Venom movies hit the billion dollars? I know the first one did. Did the second one? Yeah, those are at least entertaining. Yeah, that's very true. This one's not entertaining. There was just nothing really funny about it. There's nothing redeeming. Like, name one one part where you're like, oh, that was cool. (laughs) Go go ahead. I'm trying to think. I'm I'm like actually trying to think. I mean, I'm I'm really trying to think of what I liked. I mean, like, because I think there are a lot of good ideas here. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, if, if you're going to have Matt Smith as, you know, as Lucius Crown, you know, that being Michael Morbius is like best friend, that's fine. But then it's like, they're literally, it, it's, it's just two sides of the same coin. Like they're not, this, this, this is, this is Slytherin Gryffindor all over again. There, there's nothing different whatsoever. They, and it's like, I mean, I, I guess the turmoil was there, you know, when, uh, Morbius, you know, he transforms himself and he realizes it's more of a, it's more of a curse than the blessing. Like, yeah, he's quote unquote cured, but like at a price. And then Lucius just doesn't really care. 
he just wants to be cured, but it's like, you know, you, you kind of, he kind of starts like understanding the, uh, the effects where he's like, Oh, like I can't sleep, things like that. And I, I just wish they would have ex- like expanded on something, but I, I wanted this to be more of like a thriller, like horror type. I mean, cause this would have been the perfect opportunity to do so. They did not deliver for a movie that was supposed to come out. What? Three, four years ago. Something like that. I mean, it was I, honestly, I, <laughs> when it got delayed until April 1st, I was like, this movie is going to be delayed until the afterlife. Just watch. <laughs> I wish it was April Fool's joke. I wish it was too, but unfortunately not. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up here. Let's give our uh, final thoughts and our ratings. I'll pass it over to Devin and I'll go and then we'll close on out. I mean, I don't I don't know the history of our of our ratings, but I think we might have a new all time low. I need to start keeping rec- a record of our ratings. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how low I can actually go. I mean, you can go as low as you want, <laughs> but I mean, just for myself, like how I understand what you're saying, where it's hard to make a movie, but that's. That's yeah. more so for like the smaller independent type movies. This is a big, this is Sony. This is a big um, studio. Yeah, they don't have true. that excuse. Like they don't get that, that empathy because they shouldn't be able to put stuff out that, that is this, this week. Like yeah. they're a big studio. They have the money. That is they true. Have the budget. If they can make something amazing is Spider-Verse and people love Spider-Verse. Like I've gone back and forth. I'm like, is No Way Home my favorite Spider-Man movie or is it Spider-Verse? Right now, I think it is Spider-Verse just because it is the like up is that it is animated and it's it's just amazing. Um, but I, I, yeah, that that is a very good point. You know, this is this isn't, you know, this isn't A24 or uh neon or anything of that nature with these smaller indie films um but it is yeah i i, yeah, I would it's agree. like it's like you don't really get to have that excuse because you're a big studio you shouldn't this shouldn't be the product that you're putting out i mean it just feels lazy at this point because it really it does feel like a copy of venom one you get you get the main guy who gets gets their power attached to them they have to get used to it then their friend also gets the same thing and then they fight each other at the end a terrible fight can't can't tell what's going on this fight was terrible yeah absolutely like it was over in like five minutes not even yeah you can't tell what's happening they're just kind of slapping each other and then bats show up and save the day that's that's the entirety of the <laughs> and fight. batman comes in um for martine so she's alive sure <laughs> i don't know how that happened i thought she died like he he's he better and i guess in this world vampire bites turn you I knew he like fed on her blood to like, you know, keep the drive going, but I didn't since, since when did he make her into a vampire? Or and why is she why is she so interested in him anyways? Yeah, man. She she she's got a PhD. She can do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael Morbius over here, you know, just denying um, you know, prizes from uh Nobel Prizes from uh Switzerland and whatnot, but <sighs> oh well. I mean it is what it is. But I do apologize. Are are you are you done with your your uh yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go with like, um, I'm gonna go with like a 33. I mean, Ooh. that's got to be an all-time low on our podcast. I just can't remember a movie doing less for me because I cannot think of one time where I had enjoyment. I might go with like just like a quarter, <laughs> just like a solid 25. Like I, I mean, said, I'll go, I'll go lower then because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be higher than you. <laughs> I'll I'll give it like a solid twenty five percent just because I'm nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with twenty twenty one. 
Because, I mean, like I said, I do not think, like, out of every Marvel movie we've had, I'm not even talking MCU, like we said, Elektra, Daredevil, X-Men Origin, Wolverine, uh, X-Men Last Stand. Actually, X-Men Last Stand is way better than this. But Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Um, there, there's the a OG. Few. <laughs> the OG. I mean, it's, I mean, Spider-Man 3 is better than this, y'all. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's something. Um, but again, these are just two man's thoughts and opinions. We do, or at least I do, recommend people to go see it. Form your own opinion. If you are excited for the movie, that is fantastic. We're not here to tell you otherwise. But yeah, I'm just going to go with the 25%. Um, it, and and we, just, we talked about it before, but definitely the worst mid-credit scene ever. Oh, yeah. That, like, that was horrible. It was like, we, we should talk. Nothing. He's like, okay. I'm like, and then it just and that, was it just me, or did that not sound like Michael Keaton at the end? I he was in the Vulture outfit. I was like, who is this? That does not sound like Michael Keaton. They, they did upgrade on his his outfit for sure. I, I will yeah. say that. Um, but it's like it sounded like someone else did the voiceover. It was so weird. Maybe. Well, it it, it might have been like you know the voiceover boost because sometimes they do do that with like specific films, um, or like you know like faraway shots and they have them in the voice. Um, box, but I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it's Batman meeting Batman, <laughs> which is uh, I, I just don't understand. Like, okay, yeah, like Morbius killed his friends, and then what happens next? Does he become a hero? Is he a villain? Is is he well, just, going to the mid credit scene? He's just a bad guy. He's now. just walking in between the line of good and evil. I guess so. He hates Spider Man for some reason. He never even met the dude a day in his life, but. Yeah, that pretty much concludes our um, Morbius review here on the podcast. Uh, again, definitely go see it if you're excited for it. We're not here to, like, we, we might be tearing certain movies to shreds, but uh, I'm not going to I don't even know if I, okay, would you rather see this again or Uncharted? Neither. <laughs> but uh, as I said before, uh, that does wrap up our episode here for today. Uh, definitely go check it out in theaters if you haven't already. So what's coming up in the podcast, you might ask. Uh, we actually just recorded our Moon Knight episode one review that is out on the, uh, on the podcast right now. And we also have our The Lost City review that is up on the podcast for people to listen to. So you can listen to our thoughts about that over there. And we also have coming up on the podcast, we have our Hunger Games uh, Mockingjay Part 2 uh, review that will be coming out sometime uh, second week of April. Uh, we also have our Everything Everywhere All at Once review coming up uh, as soon it's, as it's available for everyone to uh, watch uh, wherever. But we also have our Sonic the Hedgehog 2 review. Very excited. You know, we uh, reviewed the first one. Uh, a few years back so very excited to jump back into that world again so those are just a few things coming up on the podcast and a few things that are out again you can uh check out our other reviews that we've been doing uh throughout uh the beginning of this year and make sure to always share an episode of our podcast with a friend whether it be your mother your brother your lover whoever it is make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a friend in need so that pretty much uh, wraps up everything here today and we hope you guys have a great start to your week and we will see you guys next time and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts and spotify and follow us on twitter and instagram to stay in the know 
That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. We are Venom. I'm just kidding. He didn't even, he didn't even say that. Michael Mobius, that's your service. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't even say that last I part. was actually hoping for him to say that, but I'm like, how is this random thug going to know? Who Morbius is. <laughs> I'm like, maybe Venom. How do you know who Venom is? I'm Just surprised Venom wasn't there. Where's Venom? <laughs>